You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome into Loho Daily. I am Loho, a.k.a. Lawrence Holmes. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. Look, I know if you look at the last few episodes of Loho Daily, you're starting to think that this is a, a White Sox podcast. I promise you that it's not. I mean, I sat through the Cubs game today like you did and watched them not be able to score runs. And you're sitting there like, how is that team in first place? And you look at the White Sox and you go, how was that team in first place? Because they're not in first place anymore. They are not in first place anymore. Um. This game that the White Sox had tonight against Cleveland where they get swept, they lose 5-4. to four. I, I don't know how you can't put it on the manager. Players are supposed to execute. We all know that. That, that comes with the territory. That does not absolve managers from making the wrong call. I, I don't even want to hear Ricky Renteria's postgame. Because there's no explanation for bringing Carlos Rodon in the seventh inning with a lead with the bases loaded. There's no excuse for it. It doesn't make any sense at all for them to do that. It doesn't. In my mind, I'm going, there's a couple of different ways that you could go. You could go to Crochet. You could go to Bummer. You can let Cordero fi- figure it out on his own. He had gotten the two outs after the bases got loaded. Maybe he gets one more and he gets you out of that. Maybe he had found his rhythm. I don't understand why you make that move in a game that's so critical. I've heard people around the White Sox, including Ricky Renteria, talk about the idea of this being a playoff that they're not, they have to now start looking at these games as playoff games and and they have a playoff type atmosphere the manager's got to rise to the occasion and and manage like it's a playoff game if your decision is to put Rodon in in a playoff game in that situation that I'm not sure you should be managing in the big leagues. That is a hard thing to try and convince me of. This this loss is so disappointing because it was right there for them. It was there for them to, to get this win, to take a deep breath and figure out where you stand before this series against the Cubs. I was really hoping, if you go back a couple weeks ago, I was hoping that neither the Cubs nor the Sox would need any of these games that they're going to play 
this weekend. I, I refer to it as a picnic that I hope that the two teams could get together and have themselves a picnic and get ready for the postseason, which wish each other well and and prepare. The Cubs are going to win the Central. I, I don't see St. Louis winning the rest of their games. I don't see Cincinnati winning the rest of their games and the Cubs losing because they're taking on the White Sox right now and the White Sox are on the same struggle bus. But the White Sox, they just ha- get one win. Can you get one win in Cleveland to make this a, a lot easier? It's been so frustrating watching them not be able to score runs. And they've gone up against what I would consider to be playoff pitching, too. Except for in Wednesday's game, where it's a bullpen start, and they were still held in check for most of that game yesterday. They took on Zach Plesak tonight. Yomer comes up with a home run. Like that's That's a run you're not expecting. Aloy continues to impress. Like he's he's been really good in September. He's been hitting over 300. His OPS is like 900 and he came through in in a big situation. He hurt himself and now I'm concerned about that cuz he's got a maybe a heel injury and and what do you do with him because he's already like not a great fielder and you can't really DH him so if he's going to be in the lineup with his bat he's going to have to be able to 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 play the outfield to do it that was one of the things that I thought was good about the game I I also I feel so bad for Yoan Moncada and I appreciate how hard he is playing the fact that we are seeing a guy who still is having a hard time like catching his breath and feeling like He's the athlete that, that we've all seen him to be. Seeing him try to leg out triples over the last couple nights has been extremely encouraging. I appreciate a guy showing me his heart that way. Like that, that's, that's how you know a guy is all in, that he's bought into what the, the team can and will be because you know that he doesn't feel right. He hasn't felt right since coming back and, and from COVID. And he is out there busting his ass, trying to get extra bases so that the White Sox can can bring in runs. And then you have a situation like that where Rodon wasn't even like you're talking about a guy who has to get comfortable on a major league mound. And you bring him in with the game on the line. I <sighs> The guy gives up two RBI and Jose Ramirez. I swear, every time, <laughs> every time the White Sox have an opportunity to lose a game to Cleveland, Jose Ramirez is on deck. And I look over, I'm like, not this bleeping guy again. He's been, according to Fangraphs, the best player in the American League this year, and it just seems like he's on deck the entire time. That the White Sox need him to be on the other end of the lineup. They need him to be the last out from the inning before. And it doesn't seem to to be the case. This is, I know that everyone gets a reset when it comes to the postseason. 
that's good. Having a reset is important, and you can wipe the slate clean. But I can't imagine that this team isn't looking around going, what the hell is going on with us right now? Some of it is you are running into excellent pitching like Trevor Bauer and and Plesak and Bieber. Some of it is they haven't been able to consistently score runs. Other people need to to start being a part of them scoring more runs. And, and they they scored enough runs tonight that that should have been enough. You're up four to one in the seventh inning. That should be enough for your bullpen to close the door. So why wasn't your bullpen allowed to close the door in this game? I, I, I'm completely befuddled by the whole damn thing. And I don't, there's, there's some juice that's missing from this team. Maybe it's the fact that Luis Robert hasn't been the same. I was going through the numbers. I think he's 0 for his last 27. Let me look it up. I, I'm pretty sure he hasn't gotten a hit in September. And it is uh, terrifying to think of what's happened to that young man. I think he's like a 730 OPS player now for the season. You might as well just give Kyle Lewis American League Rookie of the Year because it's not going to be Luis Robert. Yeah, he... He's a two, he's hitting 220 with a 291 on base and he's slugging 435. That makes him a 726 OPS. Think about that. A guy with 11 home runs this year is a 726 OPS because he's been so bad over the last 4 to 5 weeks. Let me I mean, I feel like the, the numbers on Robert are even uglier once we start looking at the months. Yeah, they're bad. They're super bad. Okay, this is Luis Robert and his splits for the month. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't give him credit. He does have a home run. In September, he's hitting 086 with a 198 on base percentage, and he's slugging 129. Wow. That'll that'll drag you down. That'll that'll drag you down in and without that extra added oomph in the lineup, you've had Edward Encarnacion that's been inconsistent this season. There've become more holes in the White Sox lineup than we had initially thought that there were. And you add that to some defensive lapses that we've seen from everyone on the defense. You add that to kind of some of the bizarre stuff that happens with Grandal behind the plate. You add that to Dylan Cease walking the yard. All of those things add up to a team that is struggling down the stretch. They look like they look like um a marathoner that through 18 miles of the marathon was just looking great. And then they got to the 20 mile mark. And you're like, all right, maybe they can, they can cruise these last six miles and, and they can still end up winning. And somewhere around mile 23, they tripped on a pebble and they've been limping towards the finish line ever since.
Like they had like a world record split at mile 20. And then at mile 23, they tripped and fell. And they're just kind of crawling towards the finish line. People are passing them up now. I mean, I don't have to go on with the metaphor. You know what I'm trying to say. But at the end of this is a, a manager that, let's call it what it is, he made a mistake tonight. Period. There's no no sugarcoating it. There's no there's no excuse for it. He made a mistake that cost them the game. He made a mistake that I don't think any other manager would have made in that he, a cho- he made a choice that I don't think that any other manager would have made in that situation. I can't imagine any previous White Sox even Robin I can't imagine him making that decision. I can't imagine Ozzie making that decision. I can't even imagine Terry Bevington making that decision. I can't imagine Rossi making that decision. I can't imagine Joe Madden making that decision. I can't imagine Jim Riggleman making that decision. I can't imagine Sandy Alomar and the other dugout making that decision. Whatever manager you want to choose. I can't imagine them saying, you know what's a good idea here? Let's bring in a starting pitcher that hasn't pitched in seven weeks and hasn't pitched in relief in five years. Not only are we doing that, but let's also put the a game that we need, let's put it on the line. We've got the lead in this game. Uh, do you have any other relievers that are available? Yeah, there's the kid that throws 100 miles an hour. He's down there, and he didn't throw a ton of pitches last night. We could send him out there for this batter. Oh, okay. Well, what about the the high leverage reliever, Aaron Bummer? You got he. I I swear to you, I thought that Bummer wasn't available, even though they had made the roster changes. I thought they weren't going to pitch him. And then when they said that he was up throwing in the bullpen, I was like, why? Is he not in the game right now? It boggles the mind. These are the type of decisions that get you beat in a postseason. So frustrating. Thanks for listening.